info and opinions on Big Red than one station can handle. Now on two stations, Big Red Overreaction Postgame on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The K. Sound off. 402-951-1620. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Burton AC Heating, Plumbing, and more. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. And Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Block punt was the game. Um, you know, and, and when you've been in as many games like this as we have, yeah, you just stop try to arrest the negative momentum at that point. Um, then we missed on one protection and gave up a safety, and defense hadn't given up any chunk runs, big runs all day, and we give up one at the wrong time. And um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, I'm really encouraged about how we play every week and all the young players that are playing well and a lot of those things. Scott Frost at his postgame following the loss. Nebraska falls 28-21 to to Iowa. Iowa outscores Nebraska in the fourth quarter by 19 points, 22 in a row. They score overall. Another situation where Nebraska loses to one of these teams, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota is becoming kind of a habit. These teams that they have to beat in the West if they're going to be moving back up. Hey, play that play that bite for me again. This is the pump. This is the pump. This is the we have. I cut two of them. One. This is about the the question about the pump block. Block punt was the game. Um, You know, and and when you've been in as many games like this as we have, yeah, you just stop try to arrest the negative momentum at that point. then we missed on one protection and gave up a safety and defense hadn't given up any chunk runs, big runs all day. And we give up one at the wrong time. And, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, I'm really encouraged about how we play every week and all the young players that are playing well and a lot of those things. So that part is about the pump block at the very beginning of the press conference. By the time it goes to what I was recording, Someone asked him about the protection on that punt block, and okay. here's what he said about that. Okay. Um, two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. And, and, and then new this year, I got to do a better job making sure that we, um, we're up to speed on that. And I um, think we made a lot of progress, but I don't know if, if the timing was off, if we were late, uh, if somebody missed an assignment. Um, I didn't see it, but I'll watch it in about 10 minutes. Yeah, so what he's talking about when he says late, you know, you have a time, right? One, mm-hmm. one, five. Yeah, if one, he didn't get it off in time. One, one, five, one, six, one, yeah, yeah. whatever. Right, right, right. right yeah. um, and so that's what he's talking about when he says late, just yeah. just for folks to clarify. Because, you know, there's a, there's a, everybody's time in it. Yeah. And, and you know that if you get it off under this time, mm-hmm. it's, it's not probably gonna not going to get blocked. Yeah. yeah. It's like timing a throw from catcher to second base or yeah. runner from first base to second base. Uh, and I think the criticism that we have from the one person, either the email or caller or on Twitter, saying that why wasn't he watching it? And he's saying, I didn't see ultimately what happened that caused the problem. Um, we watched it back. We saw what the problem was um, for whatever reason. 41 comes inside instead of having the two guys on the left side for the left-footed putter. But don't know. Don't know why that ended up happening in the uh, – in the whole grand scheme of things. Wow, East Carolina sucks. Yeah, they're what? Getting getting beat up a little bit. And Cincinnati's trying to prove they belong at number four. Whew. Let's go to Bob joining us here on Big Red Overreaction. Hey, Bob. 
Hey, how you guys doing? Um, I'm just going to say this real quick. And um, I just think that uh, our linebacker coach has limited our, I mean, originally in the year, um, our linebackers were aggressive in filling holes. And now they seem to be reading and not going to the thing and getting blocked. And um, I think Barrett Rude was a good linebacker. But you know what? If Devontae David had him as a coach, he would not be where he was or where he is today in the NFL because he filled holes. He made tackles. He read well. And you know, I, I'm not sure what he's teaching these guys, but, you know, linebacker play is instinct and go for it. And if you get beat, you get beat. But that's my feeling, and there we go. I appreciate that. That's, later and, that's, not, that's not bad. I mean, thanks, he's, Bob. he's on to something definitely, but I think he's, a, he's assessing the wrong blame. Right, so obviously Nebraska's inside linebackers have slowed down to some degree. I asked Coach Chenander on Monday in the hallway. Um, his press conference had just finished. We were talking about a variety of things. Okay, and so I was talking to him about linebacking play and tackling and, and getting to where you need to be, and we were assessing how the defense played versus what the statistics showed, and he said, you know, the one thing – we've got to continue to get better at is giving good live looks out of the multiple schemes that we see because, you know, if I'm – and he used the example of Luke Reimer or Fisher, not Fisher, uh, Henrich, Nick, he goes, listen, if, if I get two pullers and those two big guys are over there, mm-hmm. he's showing me his hands, he goes, where do I think I need to be, right? There comes a point where you have to stop – seeing and start going right yeah and he thinks some of that will come with ex- ex- some experience and so can we also credit the fact that they played better competition yeah i mean they're going against better offensive lines yeah there's they're going hey, against better running backs they've Michael, gone against better competition that, the second half of the season has been yeah, a gauntlet there's, there's no question in terms and of it, talent you're going and against. it's not just because i think coach rude's a good teacher it's because we j- i just had this conversation because i, I felt like the they were starting to miss a few more tackles, mm-hmm. right, in terms of coming downhill versus shooting your shot. And he's like, you know, we just we want to get better at that recognition part so they can go when they see it. We just have to – we need more live reps. And – and <laughs> So, I mean, he is on to something. I just think the blame is is not accurate. Remember last year, for a large, a large part of the season, they were rotating four guys in there. Right now, those guys are taking the majority of the snaps too. And you are going to get beat down. You just are, you know, when you're the two main guys in there taking all of those snaps. And in a lot of those games, you're seeing a lot of snaps. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to happen too. I'm still uh, surprised Nebraska had that many snaps in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's what they had got on the chart thing. Um, it's funny because you look at it; they had one three and out. They had another drive where they went six plays, and they had another drive where I think they went eight plays. It's funny how you said that. Uh, here we go. Um, 12 plays the final drive for the interception. That's where it all came from. So 12, 15, 17, 23, 
23 plays, mm. um, and 12 of them came from the final drive where they went 47 yards on 12 plays. No bueno. Let's go to Vince. Hey, Vince, you're on Big Red Overreaction. What's up? Okay, let me get this over real quick, guys. Ah! Dang it, Nebraska! <laughs> you feel better? feel better? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was super crabby. I, sh- I shook it off. I was... Season, you you would have I okay beginning of the year I was drinking a little bit of the Kool Aid but not saying Nebraska will get to a bowl game this year why why one thing everything looked good on paper everything you guys said there was a few of you that were like yeah I don't know but we were still talking about at least six mm. games we we're maybe even five but three three that's it oh my gosh I'm like so the worst of a Nebraska season I've ever witnessed felt heard. I'm just, I'm, it, I don't even know what to say. But what made the difference between the play calling today than it did last week? Sometimes I'm like almost going to say, okay, maybe I was a little hard on Martinez, but when it comes down to it, I think it's the position and the play calling that puts the quarterback into that position. I've been trying to, I'm telling you, man, I've been, I, I agree with you. It, <laughs> just, it's so quarterback, it's so QB centric without being able to do what they want to do up front, those mistakes are in <laughs> – they just get magnified. They handle the ball so much in the read-react RPO game. What, it's inevitable. What was the longest throwing play we had today? What was well, – yardage-wise, what was the biggest – uh, was passing? The, was, it, was I think it was the early one to Ture or 40, the over to Allen. Forty yards to Omar Manning on that throw. Where oh he yeah, gets, down to the four. Yeah, where he throws it up and he gets hit. Omar Manning comes back and gets it. That's the longest one. So he oh, went. Six, he went sixteen of twenty-two for one ninety-nine and one one interception. Did we not trust our receivers today? He had I mean, he I had a forty-yard or a twenty-eight-yard or a twenty-eight-yard. That's a Nebraska's offense, though. I mean, that's what they had been doing. They led the they led the league in explosive offensive plays. Right? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yep. No big plays. We kept us in the game, but then when it came down to it, it's like, what happened? We're, I mean, how many Allen, how many catches did Allen actually have today? I mean, yeah. See, it, it got away from him. You won't even believe this. How many do you think he had? Well, I saw three. He had two. Two. Oh, okay. Take back one. Two for fifty-five. <laughs> and and I just don't understand it. The, that's what I'm saying about the play calling, and and when it comes down to it, we. Again, can't close the deal. I've, I've said this the last few times I've been on the air, and I don't even know what's going to change next year. I, I mean, I guess we got to wait and see what comes in, and 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 hope, and we'll see. Well, you got this. Appreciate it. So you got to give Iowa a little bit of credit because I'm. Don't you think that they also knew that the biggest one of oh, the yeah. biggest threats was? And how, how, about, how about their adjustments? And on the other side of it, Nebraska knew that Sam Laporta was probably the most in terms of the passing game, the best player they had, and. I think Sam Laporta got three or four catches, but they were big catches. They were first down catches. Yeah, so um, I think he had – Laporta had three. Three he, for 61. And I think he had six all, targets, right? I think they were all first down catches too. Um, so here, so Honestly. this, so a couple things, man. Like I think this is important. This is the coach in me. You got to let me know what you think about this. Mm-hmm. So Iowa made all the adjustments, right? Yeah, seems like a- it. After the half. This is where the lack of experience assistance, I think, really caught up with Nebraska. I'm not saying that, you know, their, their third quarters have been fantastic, but they – And they were they, early on. They, they were had, really They had been good. breaking even, right? Yep, they were really good early on. 
And the other thing was like, you always need a guy. Hey, this is, and I, and I told you this when I thought it would manifest itself last week. When a team goes to the dry erase board at half and they make some, they make some adjustments on how to fit in the run game, what's the next counterpunch by the offensive line and the run game coordinator? Because, okay, so now you got to talk the stunts. Okay, this is what I was showing. Right. This is how they're fitting in the run game on the edge to stop the option. This is our next counter. And I thought Nebraska was legitimately missing that. Mm-hmm. So then they got ultra conservative because once they made the first mistake, I just think they didn't want to compound the problem because they wanted to give themselves a chance to win late. Those adjustments matter. Third quarter for Nebraska on the season. This is coming into the game. It really didn't change much. Are you doing because, points per game or total um, points? This is no. This is points per game or points uh, per quarter. I'm points sorry. Points per. Oh, this is just the third quarter. Yeah. In each game, seven point three points is how much they scored in the third quarters on average, and that's basically what they did here. They scored seven. And they've given up what five? Uh, I'd have to go. I gotta go. The, I gotta go defense. I now. think they're. I think they're plus two in the third quarter. Bum, 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 bum. That would have been some catch right there. Cincinnati. They'll be punting. 21-3 Bearcats playing for their spot in the playoffs, potentially. Uh, Nebraska, in terms of defense-wise, uh, 5.9. Yeah, I, I had that 5.9. So early in the season. They're we, winning the third quarter. When we did it last time, early in the season, it was up to 3.9. It's less now than it was before. Now it's more like 1.5. The they were better than Iowa in the third quarter yeah. today. Yeah, and they were better, remember. It was the fourth quarter that – and and Cost by the them. by the way, defensively they got better and they got better offensively. Defensively last year in the third quarter they were giving up seven point eight. So even though it went backwards a little bit compared to what it was when we did the show last time together, um, still in the end they're doing better than they were last year. Uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, you want to be right over reaction? What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's man. up, E? Hey, uh, <clears throat> I I don't really want to talk about the game. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think you guys talked. We we have plenty of time to talk about that. Uh, can we go uh, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more macro? All right, I like big picture. About, yeah, uh, the the thing that has got me the whole season, well, for a while, but uh, uh, is the uh, use of personnel, especially on offense, specifically on offense, on you know, special teams too. But uh, if we can, if we can agree that we're lacking at running back and wide receiver. Uh, how, how can you look at somebody in the eye, like uh, a big time talent at running back or receiver and say, plead for him to come here. Well, we Cause the, the pitch is we need you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need it. We thought we needed step too, but we got nothing against Brody belt, but I mean, recruits will see, you know, I mean, we got, we got dudes on the sideline who were high, highly rated, and I mean, I I know there's reasons for them being on the sideline, but well, I'm not sure what uh, Marvin Scott's I'm, reason for only having two carries. I thought he did uh, enough yeah. last week to get more <laughs> I mean, than two carries this week. Yeah, Marvin Scott's not. I mean, he's not a game breaker, but I mean, he's serviceable. I mean, and we can we can run the ball. Uh, I'm just I'm just a little little bit uh, thrown off by our. I, I just yeah I think it's weird that the guy that started the game is not gonna, is not the guy that plays for you in crunch time. Hey, Damon, I, and if I remember correctly, this past week on your show, yeah, he drives me crazy. You intimated that uh, zeros uh, 
Uh, I wouldn't say not the guy, but he, yeah, he's I not. I, I, he drives me bonkers. <laughs> that this is my personal opinion. So yeah, I, I apologize for being a little scatterbrained. I'm still a little flustered. no, but you, but you know what? You know what's interesting though, Eric? Why doesn't yeah. he play in crunch time? Uh, I think we all know that. Okay, so that that's <laughs> well. I mean, that's so I can I you know I feel validated. You I'm know, not defending Yan at all, but that happens. On lots of teams where you have a guy who's a third down back what I'm who saying, finishes it's the not, game. It's not, it's not necessarily good, personal to him. Right. I'm saying there's something wrong with the uh, – Doesn't that happen, in, especially when you're yeah. trying to drive the ball, no. you bring your third down back no, in? No, because when, when, what, was his la- what was his last carry? It was in the uh, beginning of the, the fourth quarter. He had a six-yard carry in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so it's not about pass protection because yeah. you're still winning. No, not pass protection. I'm talking about more catching the ball in the backfield. Yeah. To have uh, a guy who can catch the ball in the again, backfield. So, so my point is, if that's your guy that's starting, mm-hmm. is he that one-dimensional? No, he is one-dimensional. There's no doubt. There's no doubt he's one-dimensional. Because that, that, yeah. then that can't be the answer. Right. That, that can't hey, be can the I, answer. Can I ask you one more thing? So yeah. uh, if you're a wide receiver recruit and you see Xavier Omar – and uh, Torre is usually out there, but you see Xavier and Omar on the sideline, and Lever, nothing against, again, nothing against Lever and Falk. Uh, I, I know it's probably a trust issue or something, but I, I, I don't think there's any excuse for that. And I just, nah, that's, I don't think, I, I think that's making your recruiting pitch that much harder. And I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, you know, I, I, I try to, I try to watch sports to get away from like the political realm and everything, but you know, like what listening to these press conferences after the game, that man says a whole lot of nothing. And I mean, he, he's, he, it's a whole lot of fluff and we have, so, we so have one Eric, aspect of this. What? Let me ask you something. E, Cause uh, yeah. Um, and I try to, I'm listen, a lot of this that lands real time and I have to go back and listen. But if you, if you go by our Twitter, and my text messages, and for sure the inbox, he's getting killed for the press conference. What's yeah. different about? But so, what was it that? What is it that's setting everybody off? In your opinion, that 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 has you so? Because this you, this is usually different for you. Like you're having a hard time even finishing yeah. your thoughts. Uh, uh, to, to be blunt, uh, yeah. So the one, the one part of. The one aspect of the team that's successful is the team is the, the aspect that he has no part in. Yeah, I get it. He's not touching it. Yeah, he, he's he's <laughs> saying he's trying to mess around with the special teams. Hasn't changed. The offense hasn't changed in four years, and that's that's the worrisome thing. That's the macro view. Is it? I, <laughs> I get it. Uh, we're we're messing with the wrong guys, I think. But I I don't know. I you know we'll see you next year, I guess. That is that is the one part of the ball that he. Hey Eric, thanks man. He's totally hands off. Yeah, there's no doubt, and he said that when he when he got here. Totally uh, hands off. Big Red Overreaction brought to you by Equal Bank. We take banking personally. And brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Also brought to you by Rotel's Italian Bakery. The key to any tailgate is brat dog burger buns from Rotel's Italian Bakery. And if your plumbing's hurting, call Burton. Just call them. Be fine. They'll fix your plumbing. Um, they won't fix Nebraska special teams, but maybe that'll require a special teams coach. You're wild. We'll see. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Donnie, John, Spencer, stay right there. More Big Red Overreaction when we come back.